we're going to talk about a subject tonight, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're listening, that might upset some of you. Okay. By the way, Dan Walsh made here Edgy Conversations, the podcast dedicated to radical help for people who want it. And uh, our mission is to take a look in tiny bite-sized chunks at some concepts, insights, ideas that make us all, all bigger bigger performers, better performers, high performers. It makes you a fucking stud, right? Yeah, whatever you're trying to do. Pardon the expletives there. We got off on the wrong foot. Let's restart. Let's restart. But this topic that we're actually going to talk about tonight might be something that I think if there's ever one thing I talk about that people get annoyed at me for, it's this idea of fitness. But we're going to talk about it tonight. And here's one reason why I think it matters so much. The road to success is uh, fraught with obstacles. Fraught? Is that the right word? Full of obstacles? And if you're not careful, you're not going to collapse because you fall into a giant pothole or like in some Super Mario game, you know, one of those little bugs comes along and zaps you or something like that. You can tell by my description, I'm not really that good at Super Mario. You're going to, you're probably going to give up on your dream. You're probably going to get knocked out of the path to success because you're not fit enough. Here's what I mean by that. There's really three three sides to fitness as I, as I think about it. Mental fitness, financial fitness, physical fitness. And uh, I'll put them in that order. Mental fitness, financial fitness, physical fitness. Now, mental fitness is something that I think is fresh on all of our minds. If there's anything that we've been discussing, talking about in the last month or two, it's what's going on in the White House, all the chaos around race relations. And, you know, this is not a podcast about political matters. It's not a, it's not a podcast about race. Um, the, the, the obvious uh, statement that I'll make is that, look, our job is to be kind, follow the golden rule. And just because you're passionate about getting to where you want to be doesn't mean you should step on other people. And if your values and dreams are so small that you think somebody else is inferior to you, then um, greatness will never find you and you will never find greatness. So we'll put that to rest right now. But outside of that blanket statement about don't being an asshole, right? Uh, there's this discussion around mental fitness and mental fitness is hard. I had, I had breakfast this morning, coffee rather, with a CEO friend of mine who's going through some challenges. And one of the things that I, that I, you know, just shared over coffee, and I don't think it was meant for my advice as much as it was meant for, look, let me just have a, you know, share this with you and give me some feedback. It wasn't something like where my opinion was uh, needed for some master strategy or anything like that. My opinion was this, as we were talking about the subject, that as you enter these times that are partic- particularly turbulent, and you know they're going to be turbulent, right? You can you, know, you look ahead and you go, oh, oh, something's happening. You know, new management in your company, new team, new boss. That boss has got problems. He's pushing it down on you. You've got no one else to push it down on. And so it stays with you. As you see these things unfolding, and you've seen them unfold before, as you see your, your family life, uh, develop some problems, it might be kids, it might be school, it might be something with your favorite hobby. Uh, it's important to steady your mind. And here's what I told my CEO buddy was like, just, you know, this is happening. So be aware, right? For instance, when you get that phone call that you're dreading or afraid to have, instead of lashing out in anger, just, that's me taking a deep breath. 
Take a deep breath. Like, it makes no sense for you to feed into the trap of mental instability because what happens is when you're in a moment of, of, of mental instability, uh, you know, you lash out, you do the wrong thing, and you give your enemy exactly what they want. They give, you give your enemy, your opposition, your opponent, ammunition to use against you at a later time, even though, even though they positioned you for the fall, you fell. And so however you have to talk yourself off that ledge, maybe you just have to say, look, I want to win more than I want to lose. And so even though it looks like I'm temporarily losing in the moment, I'm going to make, do this move so that I win. That's important. Right, by the way, I didn't go anywhere. Just letting that sink in for a couple seconds with you. It's important. It's important. Now, if you don't have a coach, get a coach. If you don't have a therapist or a, uh, uh, someone that you're paying to kind of keep your head straight, come on. This, this, is like, this is like, you know, baseball tips 101. If the greatest athletes in the world need coaches, why don't you? Is your sport of business or pursuit of success any less demanding than a professional athlete? No. And those guys have got 5, 10, 15 people around them making sure they eat the right things, go to the right places, think the right thoughts, stay positive, stay focused, stay motivated, stay inspired. And for some reason, when I talk to business people, when, even when I talk to moms who are trying to build a, a multi-level marketing business from their home, the answer is like, oh, I got this. I got this. You don't got this. And you know what? It's okay if you don't. Like, it's that's not a condemnation like you're a bad person. It's the fact that you are a person. You're a person. And people have feelings and emotions. And sometimes those things get pent up and they erupt like in a volcano. And often when you're not careful, that eruption hurts you. And so you need mental uh, stability. But let's talk about financial fitness as well. Because mental is a series of habits that you need to develop over time. Financial requires thoughtfulness and discipline. And it's interesting. You can spend years saving. You can spend seconds and lose it all. Isn't that interesting? The idea of financial fitness really comes down to really two key concepts. Uh, uh, if you want to make more money... Spend less than you make. And number two, find a way to make more than you're making right now. Two real simple concepts. It's universal. Whether you're a Wall Street hedge fund manager or whether you work in a factory uh, for a union job at a set pay rate that's not going to go up and guaranteed fixed, fixed, fixed income. Two real ways to, to manage. One, spend less than you make. And two, make more than you make right now. That's it. That's, that's, only, that's really the only thing. Now, I, I, okay, a couple things. I had a really screwed up attitude towards budgeting. Let me just share my own personal experience. In fact, one of the reasons that helped propel me to selling in millions and millions of dollars at such an early age was that I didn't want to budget. I said, I want to make so much money, it's coming out of my ears. I don't need to budget. And when you're young, that was a noble inspiration, motivation. It, it got me far enough down the road where it didn't matter. It didn't matter. But I learned this principle of, listen, you, it may take you years to make a nest egg and it may take you seconds to crack it. Crack it wide open. Now, of all of the things that I've read on money, Tony Robbins has a book about money that just came out recently. I didn't finish it, by the way. I'll be honest with you. 
It's I, I've read probably the first 300 pages and I just, I hit a point where I thought, I, you know, I keep looking and looking and looking and looking and it was great ideas, but for me, a lot of the principles I knew and, and uh, I just didn't finish it. But one, one, one guy who has meant a lot to me, uh, introduced by Vishen Lakhiani at Mind Valley, was T. Harv Eker. And T. Harv Eker had this course on spirituality and money. Now, you may be thinking, oh, gosh, Dan, every, every stinking podcast you're talking about religion and God. Okay, when T. Harv Eker talks about spirituality, he's not necessarily talking about God, although I, I, I do believe that you're going to be more powerful mentally in your life if you believe that you have a divine purpose for your life. I, I think that's universal. I'm getting a little bit on a rabbit trail here, but if you don't think that you have a divine purpose, a purpose for your life and for your day, I don't see how you go about doing anything productive in the day. I don't. I don't. And I think you're missing out on something if you don't feel like you have a divine purpose. Another podcast, right? But we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that. But financial fitness, spirituality, money, T. Harv Ecker, I bought his course. It was 250 maybe from Mind Valley, And I loved it. It was eight lessons. Maybe 10 hours worth of work. Maybe. It's 10 days running, right? And T. Harv Ecker, I mean... He, 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 he just shares this in a common sense way that's mind-blowing. But I liked his six, six baskets. And at 38 years old, and having made a lot of money in my life, I finally realized, yeah, I like Ecker's six baskets. And let me just share them with you briefly because I think it might help your life like it's helped me. Uh, so what he recommends is that 50%, 50 to 55% of your money that comes in each month should go into like expenses, you know, car payments, house payments, groceries, et cetera, et cetera. 50 to 55%, let's say 55%. 5% goes to charity. A charity could be your church. It could be uh, someone that you, you know, know is, is struggling. It could be you save up that money and once a year at Thanksgiving, you buy dinner for people or do something equally as festive around Christmas. But but 5% goes to charity. It You know, we all... We all feel something special when we give back. If you want to feel more special than you feel now, like if you're stressed out and concerned, you're probably not contributing. You're turning inward. And so I think it's brilliant that Harv Eker says, look, 5%. So 55%, let's, let's, let's keep adding it up. 55% goes to, um, goes to your living expenses. 5% goes to charity. You're going to give that to people who, who really need to make a difference. 10% goes to learning. So 10% of your money goes to learning. Maybe it's training courses, coaches, programs like the one I purchased, uh, programs like the ones I'm selling and creating. Um, any, just, just anything. Go to conferences, go to events, buy books, things that help you grow. But by the way, that's, just, that's another human need, not just giving back, but the need to grow. That's another basic human need. 10% goes to uh, your long-term savings. Okay. And this is, you know, the amount of money that uh, you, you use, uh, and it's basically your, your, you know, rainy day fund. You might call it your rainy day fund. You, you rarely tap into it, but if you need to, it's there to tap into. 10% goes into your, what he calls financial freedom account. Really what that is, is long-term investments. You never, ever, 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 ever touch this money. Even when you quote unquote retire, you never touch this money. You can live off the proceeds of this money. So let's say it's wrapped up in stocks and you get a 7% return. So let's say 
over year, you you know years, you put in a hundred thousand dollars. You don't touch the hundred thousand, but if it earns you seven percent, that would be seven thousand dollars. You could take that seven thousand dollars, and that 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 would be money. That would your money earning money would come back into your pocket. So these buckets are brilliant because they give you room to grow and prosper. You have six buckets. Financial freedom bucket, 10%. Long-term saving, 10%. So by the way, that tells you 20% of your money is going to your future and or savings. How many of you are doing that right now? I, I don't think I was doing that previously. Then 5% goes to charity. 5% goes to your living expenses. 10% goes to learning. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? And finally, finally, here's what I love. You know what T. Harvecker says? 10% goes to what? Fun. Your whole job is to burn that money each month. It's, it's fun. Your whole job, go on a date. Go stay at the Ritz for a night. Go to a restaurant. Depending on how much money you make, go to Chuck E. Cheese. Who cares? It's your, it's your job to spend that money. All too often when I hear about people trying to get out of debt, they make the mistake of saying, oh, we're going to eat rice and beans. I think Dave Ramsey talks about this a lot. You know, we're going to eat rice and beans and sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice. And, you know, eventually we're going to get out of debt. Now, look, there's nothing wrong with that. But I got to tell you, that's also a bad. It's just as addicting, the things you did to spend money. Now you're going the opposite way and cutting them. And I think I agree with T. Harv Eker that you do need to spend some money on just having fun. Over time, it builds better life skills. So you need to be mentally fit. You need to be financially fit. And then you need to be physically fit. And I used to hesitate because, you know, I'm a runner, you know, I fluctuate between seven and 8% body fat. I'm a skinny little punk, you know, um, uh, you know, I run between 60 to 70 miles a week. I'll average, you know, maybe, I don't know, 3000 miles this year, slightly more, slightly less. I don't know. I don't keep track that yet. 17 or 18,000 miles so far. And so whenever I talk about physical fitness, I always feel like people are saying, me saying to, you know, you, be like me, you know, be like me. No, here's what I'm saying, man, or woman listening. You're going to get tired. You're going to get beaten down. And if you're not physically fit, meaning you know, you're not taking care of your, if you're, if you're not taking care of yourself with exercise, swimming, rowing, biking, weightlifting, basketball every day, whatever it is, tennis, racket. I mean, it doesn't matter. Pick a sport, pick a, pick, do fencing. I've got a nephew does fencing. There's actually quite a lot of exercise in this sport. Pick a sport and let it guide you because listen, the battle for, for success is hard. And if you're not fit, it's not that some brilliant, you know, a uh, person's going to come and, and masterfully smash you to pieces. You're going to die of a thousand tiny self-imposed wounds, wounds that you could have strengthened in your mind, in your bank accounts, and in your personal fitness. Now, I have, I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to make a few more episodes out of these three things, but I just wanted to get you thinking about them. Like, what, where are you weak do you need more mental fitness? I know I do. Do you need better financial fitness? Yes, pick me. I do. How about physical fitness? Yeah, I probably need that too. Look, this is Dan Walshmitt, and, and I love sharing this concept with you. If you like these podcasts, share them with a friend. It's radical help for people who want it. Our mission is to help you be not a high performer, the highest performance of yourself possible. As always, here's how we challenge you. We challenge you to go out there and take something you learned from this episode. Talk about it with a friend. Share it with a friend. Fix something in your life 
And most importantly, as you know, what do we tell you every week? Repeat after me. That's right. Don't do nothing. 